0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Asher Marketing Podcast. I'm Anthony Giuliano, and my guest this week is Emily Bartram. Emily, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me, my coworker. It's nice to have you on the podcast. So you have two very young sons who are very active, and we're going to talk about your work life in just a minute, but I want to hear a little bit about what those... Tikes are up to these days? What shenanigans are they getting into?
1: <laughs> they are uh, very wild, yes. lots of energy.
0: Yes. Um,
1: yeah, they just, they love playing basketball and any kind of sports and keep Adam and I on our toes and... And daycare
0: you know. is back open?
1: Yes, thank goodness daycare is back open. Because there was yes. a
0: time when you were managing the two of them and your very busy husband... And a household and all those other things.
1: Yes, my three children. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. So it must seem like a relief to only have to do your job and it, occasionally deal with the rest it of it.
1: It is a relief, yes. It has been an interesting road with the pandemic <laughs> and trying to work and manage kids. And I know so many people have been in that boat, but um really thankful that, you know, Asher is flexible and everybody helps out when that Everybody's been in that situation. Yeah.
0: Well, I think the last two years have taught us a lot about the fact that you really can't create these artificial barriers between work and life because life gets in the way of work sometimes and work gets in the way of life sometimes and y'all got to make it work. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, we're not here to talk about all that. We're here to talk about you and your career path and your work at Asher. So let's start with career path. You are not from the state of Indiana. You grew up in Florida, correct?
1: (laughs) I did. I grew up in Sarasota, Florida.
0: All right. So tell me a little bit about when you started thinking about career stuff. For some people, that's high school. For some people, it's college. For people like me, it's only recently. But when did you start thinking about what you wanted to do with your life and what path did that set you on? And did you continue down that path or did you take a detour?
1: yeah, so I have a little bit of an interesting background being now in the marketing realm. Um, I went to Florida State mm-hmm. and I majored in the business school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did focus on communications and merchandising. Mm-hmm. so um always have had kind of a passion for the business, you know world creative and analytical. So merchandising was a great way to you know have that business side, but also, you know, be ingrained in fashion or retail. So um, that's kind of what I wanted to do straight out of college. Was
0: that inspired by anyone in your family? Or did you find that all on your own?
1: Nope, found that all on my own. Right. Um, yeah, so my dad owns his own business, so my parents are pretty hardworking and, okay. you know,
0: took all that right. from there. So you decide that's the path you're on. You go to Florida State, you complete your degree, and then what happens?
1: Yep, so um, the last semester of my senior year, We had to do an internship. Mm -hmm. So I was um, heavy set on going to New York City Mm -hmm. and ready to go. And then um, met some executives from Vera Bradley. Uh
0: Aha. Where'd you meet them?
1: uh, At Seaside, so 30A in Destin area. Okay. Um, Yeah, it was just kind of a a mutual acquaintance that introduced us. So they said, come and do an internship at Vera Bradley. Okay. Um,
0: And you knew nothing about Fort Wayne.
1: I knew had nothing never been. I, had never been.
0: So what were your first impressions uh, of Northeast Indiana? Because yeah. I I had the same experience of coming here, probably around the same age, and had my own impressions, but what were yours uh, initially?
1: Culture shock. Yeah. I um, didn't realize the rest of the country, didn't live in sunshine. And <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but, you know, it was an awesome opportunity, and I really honestly came into it thinking I'd be there for the eight weeks, and mm-hmm. then go back to Florida, but yeah. really loved it. And, you know, Vera Bradley was growing so quickly at the yeah. time. Um, there was so much opportunity. I was thrown into a role that was, um, it was on the merchandising team, but merchandising, marketing, and the creative team worked hand in hand. Okay. Um, so it was such a good experience and i they offered me a job and I decided to stay.
0: All right. So you ended up at Vera for for how many years? How long were you there? I was
1: there for seven years.
0: Okay. Did you ever work with Jen Roberts, who's here now? I,
1: I did. Oh, did. Yeah.
0: Okay. I think I knew that, but I've forgotten that. Yeah. Okay. So you knew some people who had an Asher history, and I now sure we're all friends here at Asher. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're at Vera, and then you make a job change. Talk a little bit about why you made that change, and where you went, and what that experience was like. Yeah.
1: So. um You know, I just—I kind of felt like I had just gotten married. Um, We were thinking about starting a family. I just wasn't exactly sure kind of where my career path was going. And a job opportunity opened up at Shindigs. Um, And it was awesome. It was— an experience that really taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really where I got more education on the website yep. side. Um, they are retail-based, but they are all e-com, so okay. um, no storefront. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I got into all of the analytics on digital merchandising and even the behind-the-scenes on website development, yep. which, as we go into talking about Asher, has really helped me.
0: Yeah, um,
1: sure. You know, especially with just knowing kind of all the ins and outs of how a website works and, um, yeah, how they creatively develop it. So,
0: okay. Um, well, there was something there that we glossed over that I want to go back to because okay. you mentioned you got married, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention your husband, who I think is wonderful. <laughs> Any given day, you might think he's wonderful, but that's what sort of cemented you in staying in Northeast Indiana, correct? It
1: did, yes. Right. So, um, it was, uh, Fate, which sounds so corny, but yeah, his apartment and my apartment were right next to each other, and he knocked on my door. So that
0: does not surprise me. <laughs>
1: I was meant to be here. Knowing your
0: husband, that does not surprise me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you know you're going to be here. You move to Shindigs. You have good experience there. Yep. And then what happens?
1: Um. And then you know, I was introduced to Kara. Yep. Um. Our president. And actually, you were at that lunch yep. too. Yes, so I was. we sat down. We had lunch. We got to know each other a little bit. There wasn't any openings at the time. Yeah. Um. But I felt like I really had a good connection and yeah. a lot to offer. Um. To the agency. So, um. I then got pregnant after yes. that. Yep. <laughs> and kind of thought, well, now I'm pregnant, yeah. and you know, looking for jobs was difficult. But, um, Kara then called. Yeah. Um,
0: well, and some of the credit—I'll I'll give him a little <laughs> bit of credit, not too much credit, but some of the credit goes to your husband because okay. he mentioned to me that there was another job offer that was kind of in the in the wind. And if we didn't move, you might be moving on. So yep. we acted pretty quickly when we knew that was going to happen.
1: Yeah, and I'm so glad you did because um, I really feel like Asher is where I'm supposed to be in a good cultural fit and— um you know, they were so supportive when, you know, I was here for five months and then out having a baby. And, um, yeah, so it was just from day one. Perfect. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Well, I'm glad to hear that because we like you too. So (laughs) let's talk a little bit about Asher from your perspective. So how do you describe the place you work to, People, when they ask, what do you say about Asher? And and feel free to talk about the positive stuff. Feel free to talk about the stuff that's maybe not so positive. But how do you describe Asher to the people you know?
1: I think the best description is work hard, play hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that there is flexibility, but our pace is quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now I'm managing 27 clients, wow. um, which is awesome, though, because every day is different. Yeah. Um but I love the culture here. It is family-oriented. It is supportive. Um, it's flexible. Um, and I've learned a ton from every different department that, you know, we work with. Um, I have the, you know, great ability to work with all the different departments in yeah. my role. Um, and that's such a great opportunity because, you know, I get to know what the web team's doing and the creative team and, you know, also working with clients too. So, yeah. um, yeah, I've loved that aspect. Well,
0: good. Well, I'm really glad to hear your experience that you are able to experience the flexibility, especially as a mom to two young kids. Because one of the things I've said to people is that I never have felt at Asher where I had to compromise the important people in my life for my job. If I did that, it was self-imposed. And obviously, there's times when you have to work longer hours yeah. and there's times. But I've always felt like when my son was younger – Hey, if you have to work from home, you can, you know, just get it done and doesn't matter really where you do it. COVID has kind of brought that to bear, but it was always true. So I'm glad to hear that's been your experience too.
1: Yeah. I mean, it has been fantastic the six or seven times that, you know, school is closed yeah, and yeah. I'm at home working and, you know, a lot of other experiences in my life, you know, you'd have to get it done by five o'clock and, mm-hmm. You know, I might be working at nine o'clock when I get the kids down. Yeah. Or, um, and that's fine. Yeah. You know, everybody's supportive. And um, yeah, it's been a breath of fresh air to be able to feel like I'm exercising my brain, learning more stuff, as well as being able to be. You know, a mom and a wife.
0: Yeah. So so let's talk about you mentioned twenty seven clients. We don't have to cover all of them, <laughs> but what are some of the things that you're spending time on? What are some of the projects you're especially proud of that you've worked on? Things that are maybe taking up a lot of time on your calendar that are maybe keeping you up at night a little bit, but that you're excited about. What are some of the highlights?
1: Yeah, so I think one thing that I uh, have really gotten into in the last couple of years has been politics. Mm-hmm. Um, really started with um, a lot of the casino work that mm-hmm. uh, we do for, yep. for clients and has kind of morphed into a lot of local yep. politics. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now we're working on the um, prosecutor's mm-hmm. uh, campaign mm-hmm. for Mike McAlexander. Yep. Um, we work a ton with Allen County. Yep. Um, and what I've really liked is I've Learned a ton about how the Allen County system works, yeah, who's in charge, who mm-hmm. makes decisions, um yeah. what's important, yeah, um, so I feel like my educational process and all that has really increased um and also you know helping them with logo development and mm-hmm. some really exciting things that I feel like are great to see when you're out and about,
0: yeah, so very different from where your career career path yeah. started. Are you able to draw upon some of the skills that you learned when you were in college and early in your career, even though you're in these wildly different industries right now?
1: Yes. And one thing I forgot to mention is I got my MBA while I was at Vera Bradley. Uh So that all kind of tied into my increasing my marketing skills, increasing project management Mm -hmm. skills, financial skills. Um, So I feel like once I uh, really figured out that maybe being in the marketing world was my niche – um, it was because it it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It was not that I didn't enjoy my other jobs, but they just felt harder.
0: Yeah, sure. Um,
1: and this just it, it's more seamless sure. to me. So
0: remind yeah. me, where did you do your MBA?
1: At a PFW now. Okay, so all I right. did the accelerated.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, MBA. Okay, so it, it, did you have any experience? I, I suspect the answer is no, but any experience with. Marketing casinos or marketing government entities coming into this, or is that all brand new?
1: No, that's all brand new. But it's really interesting how much um, kind of the the retail world, the franchise world, the political world—it's all the same skills. So yep. it's project management, it's attention to detail, it's you know client interaction. Um, and at Vera Bradley, it was excellent to be in when they were in growth mode because it was all hands on deck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, You know, I was with the marketing team all the time doing, you know, customer reviews and, you know, managing projects and giving presentations, which looking back was all the stuff I loved. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't know what, you know, my title was. It was a a part of my job um, that I really enjoyed.
0: So. So how do you prioritize? You've got all these different clients all of whom have needs at any given time, how do you work in a way that allows you to get to the right priorities at the right time?
1: Yeah. Um, well, some days are easier than others. (laughs) Um, I am kind of a crazy person and make a list every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I rewrite my list every day Yeah. so that I know what's the most important. Um, and stuff shifts as if a client needs something quickly, um, or if they say, you know what, we need a little bit more time. Yeah. Um, or it's just putting in a little bit of extra hours. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, it it all ends up working out somehow. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but you know, Asher is always willing to help too. So somebody is always willing to help. We all play on the same team. So I can always reach out and say, Hey, can you yeah. help me put this together? And there's always somebody there who will help.
0: Yeah, so you've got casino stuff that you've done. You've got government stuff that you've yeah. done. What are some other things that you're working on?
1: Yeah, uh, flight golf is okay. another really fun one. Uh, they're very similar to a Top Golf
0: okay. concept. And where are they located?
1: Uh, they have they're located in Dallas, but they yeah. have locations across the country. Mm-hmm. So Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, they're recently opening one in Indy. Okay. Um, so they've been really fun. We do uh, all their. PR, Mm -hmm. um, as well as their branding. So uh, we've redeveloped their logo. Um, We also, you know, help them day to day on marketing materials, um, strategy. So uh, they're a really fun client and, you know, have also introduced us to uh, another client, which is New South Capital Mm -hmm. um, Investment. So, uh, you know, also very different industry, but um, a lot of You know, they're working on websites too. So, um, you know, apply a lot of those skills to, you know, even different industries.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned how what you learned um, in your e-commerce background has helped you on the website side with Asher. Share a little bit about that um, and how you go about managing website projects with the web development team here.
1: Yeah, so uh, Brandon Pete is – The
0: that can't be beat.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. He's amazing, Um, and I'm so glad I have some background because Brandon is uh, a next-level intelligent. (laughs) Um, You know, I think a lot of website is the lingo. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what they call a wireframe or uh, what they call content or jump chart, these are all things that are so important for the account. Executive mm-hmm. to know, yeah. um, so that you can help manage that process. So at Shindigs, I did a ton of the behind-the-scenes work, SEO, um, you know, merchandising. So I I understand what a top navigation is. I mm-hmm. understand how people navigate on websites. So yeah. it's not as much of a learning curve when I'm talking to Brandon about what the client wants. Sure. Um, and it's really been helpful. So, um, but you know, I love. Watching something from the beginning all the way till when the website's live and the client's happy, um, it's just a really fun piece of what we do in developing the website and the back end, um, and also the copy. I, you know, we've had to be a part of that process mm-hmm. too. Yeah, um, and it also involves analytical and creative. So you yeah. have the creative piece of the website that everybody sees is beautiful. You have the analytical piece, which is more the back end. But then you also have you know, what pages are people visiting and the analytics that, that Google pulls for the website. So um, I've really enjoyed kind of that whole entire process.
0: Well, and I'm sure Brandon Pete is thrilled to have someone who speaks his language <laughs> oh, better than most of. of us on the east <laughs> side do. So that's great. Yeah. Well, let's pivot to the speed round of the show, where I'm going to ask you three questions that don't necessarily need a short answer, but maybe they lead to a shorter answer. If I can get the question out in a short way, which I usually can't, so the speed round of the show may actually be the longest part. With all of that out of the way, first question. You have had a multifaceted career. You've done a lot of different things. You've had a career as a Single person with not a lot of outside obligations. You've had a career as a mom to two young kids and a lot of responsibilities at home. What's the one most important thing you've learned in all that about having a successful career, having a fulfilling career? If you were to share with the world your best piece of career advice, what would that be?
1: Do something you love. Um, I think I am the most fulfilled in my role right now because I am doing – what I really like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just continuing to learn. That's also a huge piece of what, you know, I've really set myself up for is writing down a goal and then getting to it. And, yep. you know, I I think that's helped me get my MBA. It's helped me continue to grow in my career um, and also just make sure that I'm not stagnant.
0: Yeah, well, I think the two are very much related because – in today's environment, you kind of have to keep learning, right? Mm -hmm. Things change so quickly. And if you don't, you're not going to be very fulfilled because you're not going to be very good at what you do. So I applaud you for doing the formal education, but a lot of it happens kind of informally. It's being thrown into an industry like gaming or like the political arena where you don't have a lot of experience and you have to bring yourself up to speed pretty quickly.
1: Yeah. And it's really interesting how, you know, the client relies on us to, you know, give them our experience and suggestions on marketing, but they're also teaching us every day on what they're doing and what their company's about in their business. So I feel like I'm, I'm helping them by providing the skills that we do at our agency, but they're also, you know, teaching me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the more, The more quickly a client can get up to speed, the more quickly we can do good work for them. So, yeah. All right, second question. So, (laughs) this one's a little bit different. So, usually I ask people, if you wanted to share one thing about your company that you want the world to know, what would that be? And that could be a misconception. It could be something that's underappreciated. But I want to ask you this question in a little bit of a different way. What's one thing about Asher that you think would either surprise people – or that's kind of a little-known fact, like a fun fact that you've learned over the years that you think would be interesting for people to know.
1: Um, I think the biggest thing is that we all actually like each other. <laughs> you know, it is it is very interesting, yeah. but it is a – Asher has done clients nationwide subway. Yeah, um, I think there's a perception that we're – you know, this huge agency, which we are a big agency, but we all really do enjoy each other's company and, you know, hang out outside of work and um, really look out for, for each other. It's not a yeah, It's not a fake
0: thing. Yeah, no, it's true. And it's, it's weird because I've kind of gotten conditioned to that being the way that it is everywhere. Yeah,
1: no. And then I hear from
0: <laughs> some of my close personal friends, you know who you are, about their work life. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like it sucks. And it does. So, no, I mean, like when Jenna – so Jenna Jacobs, our coworker, sent a really nice, mushy message out on Slack on yes. Friday. And I was like, this is so great. I work at the greatest place ever. Yeah. So it's true, though. I think genuinely – unless there is a secret conspiracy I don't know about, most people get along most days in a way that is not true at other places.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it just makes everything easier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's part of what, you know, it's it's interesting as I listen to what you're saying because you had a passion for this sort of fashion merchandising world. Now you're doing stuff that's completely different. Mm-hmm. But sometimes what gives you a passion for your job is the people and the successes you can deliver more so than what the stuff is that you're working on.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, when I was in college and I, I still have a passion for retail and fashion and merchandising, but you know, the skills that I'm really good at apply so well to marketing. Um, and I just,
0: you know, I didn't have that figured out when I was 21. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of us don't. Some of us don't even have it figured out when we're 52. So good job. All right. Third question. I'm actually going to ask you a fourth one after this. (laughs) Uh, Third question. What is one tip or tool or trick or hack or whatever you want to call it that you use at work that you think is underappreciated could be something really simple. It could be making notes and remaking notes, or it could be something technology driven. But what's one thing that helps you get your job done that you think deserves more attention?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Excel is going to be my answer. So I spent a ton of time early in my career learning Excel. Yeah. Um, it sounds really silly, but it has helped me with billing. It has helped me with uh, projects that I'm doing for a presentation. And learning all those different aspects of Excel in a non-financial aspect has okay. been um, always very helpful.
0: Huh. I never would have guessed you were going to say Excel. Yeah. That's why we, that's why we talk. That's yep. why we do the show. Yeah. All right. Fourth question. What's one little-known fact about your husband <sighs> that will make him a little bit uncomfortable but in a positive way. What's one thing that you think people should know about Adam Bartram that maybe they don't know given that gruff lawyerly exterior, that serious visage of his? What's one thing you want people to know?
1: Adam loves movies. He can (laughs) recite almost any movie line that there is. I don't even know how that's possible. And, um, he might be mad at me for saying this, but he loves rom-coms too. So. Okay, oh,
0: right. that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, your <laughs> husband one time quoted something from the movie Fletch to me, and I acted like I knew what he was talking about, and now he continues to do it and now I can't I can't go back. I have to continue to make believe I know what he's talking
1: yeah. about. Yeah, he can watch a movie once and just remember yeah. all of the lines. Well, and, it's
0: the lawyer thing. He's got to remember yeah. all yeah, yeah, that stuff. Well, someday maybe we'll turn the tables. We'll have him on the podcast, and he can talk about you and all the secrets that you don't want the world oh, to man. know. Oh well, man! All right, so he's movie quotes and rom coms, great. Yep. All right, anything else? Is there anything else that you wanted to say that I did not give you the opportunity to say?
1: I don't think so. This has been so nice, and you know, I, I think you know the one thing is Fort Wayne gets bad, you know, reputation sometimes. I can't even tell you how many times people have said, "Why do you live yeah. here? Why did you move here?" Um, and I love Fort Wayne. I think there's so much opportunity here, and um, you know, so I yeah. think it's been a great place, and it's growing. So yeah,
0: yeah. And you and, and I are stays. both transplants, and I've yeah. been here now for 27, 28 years almost. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a great little place. It's underappreciated, and it's a nice place to be. Yes. Not quite as warm as Sarasota, but uh,
1: no. You can always fly
0: down. It's there. okay. Yeah. 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 Well, let I me mean, thank you so – I just mispronounced your name. Emily, thank you so much for being on the podcast. you think I would know her name by now. But thank you very much. It is a true pleasure working with you. Yes, you do great you. stuff, and it's it's a pleasure to be on the same team as you. Awesome. Well, thank and, you for having me. And thank you to everyone who took the time to listen to this episode of the Asher Marketing Podcast. We'll be back next week with another great guest, and we hope you'll join us then.